0: what's up guys it's tom welcome back to a brand new episode of sounds of the future now today's episode is a little bit different than anything i've done in the past this is actually the audio that i have pulled from a recent video that i posted to my youtube channel in 2019 i posted a video called the results of using playlist push and that video did really well for me on my channel and in the comments section of that video, I had a lot of requests by my standards, several requests, let's say, <laughs> for a follow-up video to that video. So I did a follow-up video for that and posted it on YouTube, and I thought it turned out well, and so I figured I would just, rather than sharing the information re-recorded with my voice here on the podcast, I just pull the audio from the video and use that because I want to try to do a better job of kind of going across formats of written audio and video with content that I think is worthy of it. So this episode is about how I spent just over a thousand dollars in 2019 on Spotify playlist promotion. And in it, I break down the results where my money went, how many streams I got, and how much money I made in return. So there's going to be some stuff that is might not make the most sense because it was originally recorded in video format. But for the most part, I think that overall, you'll be able to follow along pretty well and kind of understand exactly where I'm going with it. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope this is really helpful. Uh, if you want more like this, then be sure to let me know. And if you don't want more like this, be sure to let me know. But as always, thanks for listening and uh, let's dive into it. What's up, guys? It's Tom. Welcome back to the lab. Welcome back to my life. Welcome to the first video of 2020. What? It's a brand new year, y'all. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yes! Yes! It's a brand new year. Yeah, my little lovelies. I got blisters on me fingers. First video of 2020, we're coming out of the gate strong. I have had a lot of requests for a follow-up video what is easily my most popular video of 2019, which was the results of using Playlist Push. Apparently this struck a chord with a lot of people. People were interested in using the platform, obviously interested in getting their own music on the playlist, trying to make a little bit of money. And I guess that video was helpful enough that people wanted to know more about my journey with the content from that video. Now, in that video, I talked about using Playlist Push to upload (laughs) my song, Upload and try to get it onto playlists. That video came out in like April in 2019. And fast forward now to January 2020, and I'm gonna do a follow-up about what has happened since that video and what I have learned, not just through that song, but about paying for playlisting, period, through all of 2019. All right, so. I spent a thousand dollars in 2019 on playlist promotion. I used, first of all, the website playlist push. I used a website called Submit Hub, another platform called Spotify, another platform called Soundplate. It's hard to do that many fingers like that. It's weird. I don't know why I started with my thumb. I used a platform called Indie Mono, and then I used a website called Clang Spot number six. So I use six different avenues to try to get my music onto playlists, specifically on Spotify. Playlist Push, Submit Hub, Spotify, and Soundplate are all platforms to connect playlist curators with musicians making music. Indie Mono and Clangspot are companies and websites that have their own playlists that you can go to their website and submit for their playlist. So slightly different variation there, and I want to clarify that. Now, let's get into the super nerdy part first. Let's get into the math. These are the songs that I pushed for playlisting with the exception of Lost With Me, which we'll get to in a minute. The first song I released was called Glitch. That was a single, then Upload, The Fuzz, and To The Wolves. I released all four of those through an app called Amuse. Then I released a song called All I Wanted as a single through DistroKid, a song called Surface, which was on an EP, and a song called The Blur, which was on another EP. But those are the two songs I picked as singles from each of those EPs. And then the song Lost With Me is a song I co-wrote with my friends in nicotine, and I own a third of. So I got some back end off of that in DistroKid as well. The way that DistroKid and Amuse report your data is different. On Amuse, I could get specific amounts earned for like per song. Whereas in DistroKid, I can only find just the one chunk of money that I've made all total added up together rather than individually by song. So what I did is I kind of reverse en- engineered some math. For district yet based on the numbers I got off of Amuse. Also, it's only reported through October at this point, so I did a little bit of math to sort of end up with a pretty close ballpark annual income from all of my streaming. So getting into the numbers here, in this column C, we've got the actual earnings for the four songs I did through Amuse. Using that, I was able to do the math with the number of streams I got, which is in column B, divide that and get a per stream amount, which I then averaged here, which is .0033. That's how much you make per stream on Spotify on average, at least I did. I've read the numbers between .003 and .004, so this seems like it's probably a pretty good representation of that. I used this figure to go back and calculate the perceived earnings of the other three singles that I have promoted for playlisting, and then added all that up along with my third of Lost With Me, which clearly did better than most of my songs, and came up with an income of $195.53. That's how much money I made off of streaming in 2019. You want to take a pause and talk about talk about what I, I bought with that? All the stuff I can buy? So much stuff. i was rolling in it, you know? So just don't start sending me DMs asking for money because obviously I've got it allocated very specifically. This is a lot. That's how much money I made. Now, I'm sure you're looking at this spreadsheet and going, all right, what are these other numbers? Well, here are the platforms that cost money to use. Let's start with Playlist Push because my guess is that's probably what most of you are interested in seeing. I promoted three songs on Playlist Push. Upload, which was the first song I used Playlist Push. Playlist Push for The single right after that, The Fuzz, and then later on, uh, my single Surface. Now, it's important to note that none of these songs I've promoted on Playlist Push have vocals, and they are all very instrumental, kind of weird tracks. So take this for what it's worth. Upload was easily the most successful song for me last year. It has To date, 30,400 streams compared to the next closest one of mine, which is 6,600, which is Surface. So blew everything else out of the water. I spent $247.50 on that on Playlist Push, and I got added to six playlists. The most important thing here is that it tripped the Discover Weekly algorithm on Spotify. That's the biggest deal out of All of this stuff that I can tell you, the thing that was the coolest thing that happened, which is the thing I think is the point of using these services is tripping that algorithm. Because when that algorithm tripped the Discover Weekly algorithm on Spotify, that was when my streams skyrocketed on that song. It was very helpful to have the playlist ads, but the playlists directly are not what drove thirty thousand streams for that song. It was tripping that algorithm, and then it getting pushed to everybody else on Spotify. I spent two eighty one on the fuzz and got added to two playlists, which cumulatively <laughs> came to 500 streams go team and then i spent $295.31 on surface which got added to two playlists and went up to 6,600 streams as of today. Moving on to other platforms, I spent $118 total on SubmitHub and got added to two, three, six, seven playlists across the board there. I spent $144 on Spotify and got added to 8 playlists there, 4 of each. It's interesting to note on Spotify, I think 2 or 3 of the 4 playlists I got added to for both songs were the exact same playlist. I don't know if that means anything. I don't know if it just gets pushed to the same playlist through that platform or what. I'm not Speaking to that, I have no idea. It could just be coincidental because the songs were similar, but I just thought that was interesting to note. Then, Soundplate is free, so that's cool, but it takes a lot more time to like submit to playlists. You don't just like pay 250 bucks and then it just sends it out for you. You have to do every single one individually. So, what's worth more to you, your time or your money? If your money's worth more and you have the time, Soundplate's a good option, though there are fewer high volume playlists on there but I did get four uh, ads off of that. All told, I spent $1,085.81. I made $195.53, which brings you to a grand net Total loss of $890.28 for 2019. There you have it. I lost a boatload of money trying to promote my music using playlist platforms. There's no way around it. That's what happened. I did get 43 followers on Spotify out of it, which is cool. And I ended up with almost 100,000 streams, which is tight. And At the highest, I ended up with around 9,000 average monthly listeners when that Discover Weekly algorithm got tripped on Spotify. What's the takeaway from all this? Obviously, I lost money. Why do it at all? Well, playlisting is not the whole game. It is part of the game. I think it's an important part of the game. But there are a couple things to know about this. One, out of all these platforms, playlist push, though by far the most expensive, did get me the most streams technically speaking however it is not a platform that allows you to create relationships at all there is no instant messaging direct messaging back and forth with curators and musicians there's no integration for that it is just pay your money send it out they pick the playlist they submit you for you don't and you just wait for the results. You can hit pay dirt, I kind of did on upload, but other than that, it's kind of a crapshoot. Submit Hub, on the other hand, allows you to cultivate relationships. By the end of the year, there were a few different curators who I had submitted to several times. So I ended up kind of being on a friendly basis with like jokes back and forth in the DMs, like I felt like I had established some relationship there. The argument could be made that the more music I release and the more I contact these people, the stronger those relationships those relationships will become and the better it will be for everybody moving forward. Now, the thing that I think is the most important takeaway of this for me is that if you're not making popular music, if I'm not making popular music, Things that you might potentially hear on the radio or that have hooks and melodies and catch to them. If you're making weird ethereal music, which is what I did in 2019, these services probably aren't the best thing for trying to generate a steady income off of streaming. By and large, I think that while I did lose a lot of money, the information I gained as a result of it is extremely helpful. So for you watching, take my loss and use it to your advantage. Don't spend a to learn this exact same lesson listen to what i have learned and then when you do decide to spend it on playlist push or submit hub or whatever you can do it a little bit more thoughtfully making sure that you're picking the right genres and have a song that you believe is worthy of being within popular music, then you're probably going to end up with better results. More than anything, using these platforms to try to get onto playlists is just one of many, many necessary pieces to building a career and building a steady income as an artist, and as a musician. It is by no means the only place to go, and it's certainly not the entire strategy. The end goal ultimately is to build a fan base, not just get money from streaming. As you can see with my numbers, my fan base didn't necessarily hold up. It peaked, and then it troughed. So I didn't build enough real fans. I just got listeners for the moment. And the goal is to build real fans. So use playlisting, use these services if you want, but just know it's just a piece of your strategy. There's a lot of other things you need to do as well. That's it for this video, the first video of 2020. If you like this, hit the like button if you want to see more like it hit the subscribe button i'm going to be coming in hot all year taking everything i learned in 2019 and applying it in 2020 to try to help give you guys insight into how to continue to build as an artist and create a living making music so that's it thanks for watching and i'll catch you next time peace hey guys Thanks so much for listening to Sounds of the Future today. Hey look, if you like this episode, hit me up on Twitter at Tom Dupree the I T-O-M-D-U-P-R-E-E-I-I. I I. Let me know what you thought.